today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. You know, when the Apostle Paul said, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, you know, we see through a glass darkly, it's blurry, there's no way it would be almost criminal to try to describe the glory that awaits. There's no way, there's no way this side of heaven you could ever understand or grasp what awaits us in glory. Can you imagine what it's going to be like during the kingdom age? Ah, I can't wait. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Isaiah. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will invite you to imagine the glory of the kingdom of heaven. This world is not the home of any Christian in heaven. With the Father will be our eternal home. There will be no more pain or suffering, no more illness, simply abiding in Jesus and singing His praises forevermore. Now be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. But for now, here's Pastor J.D. in the book of Isaiah chapter 35 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. In other words, that trial you're in, that chapter 34 that you're in, and it came to pass. And the chapter 34 is going to give way to the chapter 35. What's at the end of that trial is a chapter 35. What's chapter 35? Oh, so glad you asked. Verse 1, the wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. This is all types. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God, and not a moment too soon. So Isaiah now in this chapter turns this prophetic corner, as it were, and he's now describing the beauty in the kingdom age. Oh, how glorious it will be. Man, when you think about it, and I do think about it often, quite often, especially as of late. I mean, you know how it is when you have something to look forward to? You know what we had to look forward to, right? The rapture. And then the second coming, and then before heaven, before eternity future, before the new heavens and the new earth. You know what we have to look forward to? A thousand years on earth, and the earth will be like it was before sin entered the world. I cannot wait to see what it's going to be like. And we're going to be ruling and reigning with Christ, and it's an enforced righteousness. And by the way, I, and this is a, I don't want to get off on this, but we'll have work to do. We're going to be working in heaven too, but it's not like work as we know it now. 
You have to understand that work was blessed before it was cursed at the fall. God made us to work and enjoy the work of our hands. And so we're going to be working. We're going to be given areas to oversee. I've already put in for Kailua, so you don't have to bother, just so you know. I did ask for Lani Kai too, so just because they're together, and then, you know, you can take some other areas, but that's the area that I'm going to be ruling and reigning with. But I digress. So, 1,000 years, we have to look forward to that. And we haven't even started the new heavens and the new earth yet. 1,000 years. Okay, how old are you? Don't, don't answer. <laughs> Think about that and try to put that into perspective. Talk about wrapping your mind around it. A thousand years in our glorified bodies, by the way. That alone. That alone. Oh, I'm going to have hair again in the millennium, man. I'm sorry, I digress again. <laughs> Verse 3, <laughs> back to our Bible study already in progress. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Wow. You know, verse 3 is uh, quoted by the Apostle Paul, or actually the writer of Hebrews in chapter 12, verse 12. And interesting, uh, why would Isaiah say this by the Spirit of God, if it weren't for God's people being weak and having feeble knees? I mean, it, it, after studying chapter 34, that alone, right there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like this. And oh, uh, say to those who are fearful hearted, here's another spoiler alert for you. I'll tell you, a lot of people reach out to us. It's really quite heartbreaking. They are just full of anxiety, full of fear, with the uncertainty with everything that's happening. And here it's a much needed reminder for us today. You strengthen those weak hands. You make firm those feeble knees. And if you're fearful hearted, I struggle with that. I've been very open with you about that. I struggle very much with anxiety and fear and worry. I'm walking in victory, but it's still a struggle. I'm still just as prone as anyone to find myself riddled with fear and filled with anxiety. Well, if you're full of fear and anxiety, you be strong. Do not fear. Do you want to know why? Because you're God. He's coming <laughs> with vengeance. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And He's going to recompense. 
and he will come and save you. He's going to save you. He's going to deliver you. Yeah, but it's getting really bad. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, but you see what they're doing now? You see what they're going to require next? Do you see what the deadline is now? I know. Don't be afraid. Make firm the feeble knees and strengthen the weak hands and you be strong and you be encouraged. I'm coming, man. (laughs) Watch me now. And I'm going to come and I'm going to save you. This goes back to, if you want, chapter 34, God's a just God. God has to judge. God has to judge the world. So His vengeance, His judgment, His wrath is coming upon this world, but He will save us out of this world. Verse 5, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then, verse 6, the lame shall leap like a deer, and, this is very encouraging, the tongue of the dumb sing. I'm going to be able to sing finally in the, (laughs) you know, now it's just make a joyful noise. That's not an easy do. I'm trying to make it, it's a noise trying to make it joyful. Well, in the kingdom age, man, the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground, verse 7, shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. What a glorious description of the healing and restoration during the kingdom age. I, You know when the Apostle Paul said, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. You know we see through a glass darkly, it's blurry. There's no way it would be almost criminal to try to describe the glory that awaits. There's no way There's no way this side of heaven you could ever understand or grasp what awaits us in glory. Can you imagine what it's going to be like during the kingdom age? Ah, I can't wait. Verse 8, here we go. A highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness, This is different than ACDC's Highway to Hell, just so you know. This is not the Highway to Hell. This is the Highway of Holiness. Big difference. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. Good news. No lion shall be there, verse 9, nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed, you know who that is, right? 
raise your hand. You're the redeemed. We're saved. We're the redeemed. We're the ones that are going to walk there on that highway of holiness. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. There's the singing again. Can't wait. With everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. And, this is very important, sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Ah, oh, if it were just that, where do I sign? No more sorrow, no more pain, no more grief, no more death, no more tears. No more cockroaches either. I'm sorry, I just had to. Would you kindly allow me to take just the remainder of our time, talk a little bit about this highway of holiness? I think it will bless you, I at least hope so, as much as it blessed me. First, I actually have seven of these. That wasn't deliberate, it just happened that way. I'm not that clever, so... First, there's only one on-ramp to get on this highway of holiness. And there's only one way to stay on this highway of holiness. You know what that way is, right? Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one gets to the Father except through Him. I want to get on this highway. Well, that's how. I want to stay on this highway. Well, that's how. Second, this is interesting. Think about this. There are no toll booths on this highway. We didn't pay for it. We didn't pay for the asphalt. Of course it's not going to be asphalt, but I think it's going to be gold. It reminds me of that humorous story that's told. Guy shows up in heaven, he's got all of his gold bars, and the Lord's like, dude, what are you doing? What's, what, why are you bringing asphalt up here? <laughs> the streets are paved with gold. You don't need that. And there's no potholes either. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have to fill them up. Well, there's no toll booths on this highway because Jesus already paid in full the price for us and instead of us. Third, there are no off-ramps. There are no exits. Once you're on this highway, <laughs> verse 8, whoever walks the road, whoever is on this highway, although a fool shall not go astray. Once you're saved, you're saved. You cannot, there's, there's guardrails on here. Even if you tried, you're not getting off of this highway. I, I, I love it. Although a fool. That's, that's me. It's you too. Don't look at me all spiritual. Fourth, this is a biggie. There is no danger of attacks from the enemy on this highway. 
Did you catch verse 9? No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there. Oh, where is the enemy? Oh, it's so cool. Because God just has this no-named angel. One angel. Not, not a heavenly host, and not even an archangel. It's just an angel, like eh, you. Come here. Go down there and chain the devil and throw him into the bottomless pit for 1,000 years. Me? Yeah. The devil? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just uh, explain this just real quick. We are going to be shocked, and that's an understatement too, when we see the devil. And we will see him. And, and again, I just so you're not too surprised, he's not red with horns and a pitchfork and a, a, a pajama, you know, tail, whatever that is. I don't know what it is, a one suit red, you know, pantsuit with a tail on it. That's not what he's going to look like. He's going to be absolutely stunning in his beauty, by the way. And we're told that when we see him, we're just going to be so astonished. And we're going to be like, is this the one who deceived the nations? No way. Now why do I point that out? Because we do err greatly when we fancy the devil as being more powerful than he is. He's not all powerful. He is not omniscient or omnipresent or omnipotent. He is not God's opposite. He is a created being. The devil is God's devil. He cannot do anything unless God allows him, and God will never allow him to do anything unless it's for our good and His glory. And we're going to see that, and it's going to hit us. It's like, wow. Man, did I, did I picture you wrong. Man, you made it like you were this ominous, you know, powerful devil, and you're just a little, you're beautiful, I'll give you that, but you're, you're nothing, man. I mean, you're so nothing that just this angel has to, I mean, just, it, it just he, he's in training. He's, he's, he, he, can, he can take you and cast you into the bottomless pit. Have a nice millennium, 1,000 years. He's not there. For 1,000 years the devil will not be there. He will not be found there. Fifth, I, I wanted to include this because, again, it's mentioned twice. There's going to be a lot of singing on the highway. And not just any singing, it's going to be worshiping. There's a difference between singing and worshiping, right? I mean, you can sing a song, but there's a difference between worshiping. I mean, we're going to be praising Him and thanking Him and worshiping Him. We're not even in heaven yet. It's still the millennium. Practice. We get practice. Rehearsal. <laughs> Sixth, all sorrow and sighing, grief, 
will fly out the window on this highway. And not only will it fly out the window, you know what's going to come in instead? The gentle breeze of joy and gladness, the fullness of joy. I'm thinking about Psalm, I think it's 1611. The psalmist says, Lord, in your presence is found fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. By the way, that's holiness too, you know. Let me, let me uh, explain that. Holiness is wholeness, fullness, completeness, not halfness. We're going to be full, whole, holy on this highway of holiness. Fullness, fullness, holiness. I can't wait. And seventh, lastly, and this is the best for last, right? We don't have to wait until the kingdom age to get on this highway of holiness. We can get on it right now. If you're not already on this highway, you need to get on it. And you need to get on it now, and don't wait. Because if you're not on this highway, and you're not experiencing the joy, I mean, the blessing, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, I hope I divided the word rightly, and I hope that it's been a blessing to you. I know that it was a huge blessing to me preparing this teaching. Man, I love God's Word. It happens every week, you know. We get to the end, it's kind of like, I don't want it to end. And you're like, no, you need to end, because I need to get home and go to bed, because I got work in the morning. Man, well, there's coming a time where it's not. It won't end. Be without end. Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you so much for this. Lord, thank you for this assurance of what awaits us in your kingdom when this is fulfilled. Lord, thank you that we can experience this now. We can be on this highway of holiness now and experience that fullness of joy, that holiness that comes as a result. Lord, I pray especially for anyone that's just really going through a difficult time and it seems to be getting worse with each passing day. Lord, I pray that you'll replace the fear with a peace that surpasses human understanding. I pray, Lord, that you will give them that joy that only you can give, that peace, Jesus, that you said you came to give, not as the world gives. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you're coming to save us. Thank you that you will mete out judgment on this wicked, fallen, evil world. Lord, thank you that this world is not our home. And Lord, thank you that we're soon going home. Lord, come quickly. In Jesus' name, amen. 
You've been listening to another edition of In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn from Isaiah with Pastor J.D., make sure to really think about what you're hearing and what God wants to speak to you today through Scripture. We encourage you to keep reading on your own. If you're not already part of a local church that you call home, we encourage you to find one and attend regularly to grow in relationship with God and others. And if you're in or near the Kaneohe area, come visit us. You'll find all the information you need, including service times and directions to Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on our website, calvarychapelkaneohe.com. While you're there, you can also access more of Pastor J.D.'s teachings like you heard today, including his weekly prophecy updates. In addition to that, you may be interested in the ABCs of Salvation under the Resources tab. This is a simple guide to sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus. As we continue to learn from the book of Isaiah together, we'd be honored to pray for you during this study. Would you let us know what those prayer requests might be? Just fill out the contact form under the About tab at calvarychapelkaneohe.com or come find us on social media. There's a link to our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages on our website. We encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and In Spirit and Truth. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for listening to In Spirit and Truth. Keeping me right with your wind.